Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. No, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mother Code. Welcome to Mother, season two of Rewriting the Mother Code podcast. This episode, I knew it would be good. I knew interviewing Carla Hammond from B Time and B Time Practice was going to be inspiring because even though I, I have only newly been getting to know Carla, she's been an inspiration to me as a woman and as a business owner, founder of Be Time and Be Time Practice. And I left it kind of open about where we would explore just hearing her story. So she shares her story about how Be Time and Be Time Practice came about. It's a meditation and mindfulness business, but it's a mobile business in New York City that was really taking off before COVID hit and how she had to pivot. But then we really get into the vulnerable territory of how COVID really brought to light for her how she had been losing herself in her business, in her children, in her relationship with her husband, and what a gift COVID was to step back and recognize that and how she's been shifting the paradigm for herself. And I think offers tons of inspiration and practical tips from what she's been doing. I'm super excited. I know that many of you will relate no matter where you are on the mothering continuum, just what it means for us to care so much about everything in our lives, but then what it then means to put ourselves first and the power of that. So enjoy. 
I am so excited to have Carla Hammond with me as my guest today. So you're going to hear a lot more about her, but just to give you a sneak preview, Carla has an amazing offering mindfulness practice in New York City called Be Time. And it's a mobile meditation bus and it's phenomenal and and such a beautiful offering. And then in COVID, she developed Be Time Practice, an online app that, you know, isn't quite the same because you don't have the in-person, but it still is. I've been using it and it's just a beautiful way to bring yourself to mindfulness and have something in your toolkit to use for your meditation and for your practice. So she's a longtime advocate of this kind of work and we're going to hear more about it, but welcome. Thank you, Gertrude. So happy to be here. Yeah. So just a little background because I think it's fun because I don't think there's accidents and I know many of my listeners know we have a home in Mexico and the developer here, Jason Miller at Morea Beachfront Villas in, uh, in Zihuatanejo, Mexico, said, hey, there's a woman here that do you want to just get together and do a meditation? And I'm never one to pass up a meditation opportunity when it's given to me. So she came over and a few more, you know, from our area here came and we just had the most beautiful meditation practice just that morning. And then we stayed in contact and now we're down here for a week and lo and behold, she's here too. So I'm like, please come over. Let's do a podcast together. So I'm super excited and I don't think it's an accident and we're going to do some meditating while she's here. So first thing, Carla, if you could let everyone know what B-Time is and we'll start there and then we're going to probably go backwards and how you came to do that. But say more about B-Time and you. Sure, of course. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I love how the universe conspires to make things happen and great things happen. So, so grateful for that. Yeah, sure. So I'll share a little bit about Be Time. We launched in 2018. I can tell you more of the background story, but uh, the idea and the intention behind it is to just create a space in what can be a very crazy city, which is New York City, for people to experience themselves in meditation and kind of like serve as an invitation for that. Hopefully, you know, they enjoy it and they really want to look into it and they can bring it into their everyday lives in some way or another. And the idea is that we can help them through that process and that journey. And we really believe in the power of human connection and in just the power of meditation and intention and all of the amazing benefits which we all mostly know of right now, right? Yeah, so we at least know about them. Whether we practice we them. Exactly. or not. Exactly. But I think most many people know that like, yeah, that's something that's good for you. Exactly. I know and, and that was the other thing. I also wanted to create a space where we could really demystify meditation and because there's so many misconceptions and, and so many people, you know, think that just because they can't stop thinking then they're not meditating and all of those things which are not true. So that we could kind of like create a very safe and modern approach to meditation that really inspires people to come back to it and, and to practice it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. So now could you describe, we'll also talk about how you were really expanding it. You were like really moving and then COVID hit, you know, and ah, something yeah. that was in person. But first of all, before we go there, describe this bus, you know, <laughs> and, and what you conceived of and brought you know, because in mothering, like you birthed a bus. Yes. 
<laughs> it's my third baby. Yes, exactly. For sure. Okay. So, okay, so I've been practicing meditation for a long time, on and off. My first experience was when I was 17 years old. Yeah, it was it was an experience for sure. My mom kind of forced me into joining her for a retreat, and then I had an amazing experience, and then I kind of like got hooked from then. And it's just been like a, a constant companion throughout my life, on and off. And I really noticed the benefits of it, and I noticed the changes in my life and the way I experienced life when I'm practicing. So it's been a really kind of like important part of my journey. And so my background is in the nonprofit sector. And I've done, you know, I'll work with organizations that focus on very different causes. And one of the last ones that I worked with was focused on, or is focused on sharing mindfulness and meditation practices with underserved schools in Brooklyn. And so it was such a beautiful experience. We went into these really rough schools where these young adults had so much going on that it was just even too much for them to close their eyes. And during a few sessions, you know, we started seeing this amazing transformation in them. And it was just like an after school twice a week. But the spillover effects that it had on their lives were just amazing Mm -hmm. and so they were like bringing friends and talking about how their relationships changed with their caregivers and their schoolwork was being affected positively like all of these amazing things and so it just kind of like really tickled me and thinking okay I know what meditation has done for me in my life and now seeing it like firsthand in in these people Mm -hmm. you know how can I very humbly expand this invitation for more people to Mm -hmm experience themselves in meditation and, and, and have a try and, and then taste of, of what it can do for their lives. And so I was very pregnant with twins who are now seven-year-old twins. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, and I kind of like had to put a pause on that and it stayed in the files. And once the twins were born, I practiced at home. And so I realized it got a little yeah, a little hectic because it was hard. You know, yeah, to have, a little, yeah, right. Exactly, seven-year-old twins, first-time mom at home. And so I found myself really wishing for a space where I could go to at least once a week and just practice and mm. do my thing. And so I was like, I, I live in New York City. I'm sure there has to be like tons of these places. And I started looking and there weren't really that many offerings. So there was like the afterthought of yoga, meditation kind of thing. And there were a couple of spaces which were more like spiritual communities, which I wasn't, you know, looking for at that mm-hmm. moment. You have to you have to join or like kind of really be part of that to take advantage. Sure. Exactly, exactly. And then there was like a couple of offerings, but all the way downtown. It was a 40 minute commute for a half an hour class and then come back and Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. I'm like, no, I'm done. At that time, I'm like, I want to go to bed. Mm -hmm. So I saw that there was a space for something like this. It was definitely not something that existed. So I I just wasn't sure if people were ready for a brick and mortar experience, right? Because yes, meditation was going mainstream back then, but it wasn't, you know, fully there. So mm-hmm. then I started seeing the food truck movement. And I yes. remember coming home one day and just telling my husband, what if we had like a meditation bus? You know, like a fully soundproof, amazing space where we can just like go and visit anywhere, you know, schools and 
hospitals or communities or whatever it may be and just pop up anywhere in the city and invite people to come on in and take a breather like a literal breather yeah. and so it was like okay sure a bus fine <laughs> and then I went into hoping it, it was maybe a passing fancy exactly, a little exactly. bit like, like yeah. that, that, that sounds fun that's yeah. sweet Let's yeah, talk that's about very that. sweet yeah <laughs> and so it kind of just like wouldn't let go this uh, idea I wouldn't let go I wouldn't let go and so I just sat down and actually wrote like a business plan and then it just tumbled on from there and I was kind of waiting for the stop you know like Oh, I guess that was it. We, we can't do it or yeah. because of blah or because of X, Y, Z. And it didn't happen. And then all of a sudden there was this beautiful mobile meditation studio. It's like a 35 foot bus, like yeah. a tour bus. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun space. So we made it soundproof and then we have over 15,000 LED lights to provide chromotherapy and aromatherapy. And obviously, you know, the, the colors change. You walk in and there's you know aromatherapy hits you right away that's the first thing that people say like oh my gosh it smells so good in here mm -hmm. we have the weighted blankets and then an amazing team of uh, meditation teachers and so the idea is that you walk in off the you know the busy pavement and the noise of the city and into this beautiful space that really serves as a cocoon to hold you during your meditation practice and beautiful. hopefully have like a really immersive and multi-sensory experience that gets you going right yes. that tickles that yeah. little, like oh this the meditation thing is actually cool so yeah so we launched in 2018 and we were you know scaling up we did b2c then shifted more to b2b and and that was awesome and we were really going all the way up traction wise and then of course 2000 2000 <laughs> that which 2000 will not COVID be named came, right? yes exactly <laughs> and it put everything on pause of course right and so so it was well just as you're saying that because i've you know we've talked about this a bit but now it's really striking me like something we so needed you know and yes. i know we couldn't be in person or, or whatnot but you know that space that you described and that was really kicking off to have something like that taken away. Wow, wow what a missing. But thank you. Yes, you yes. are. And we were not going to rest there. No, we were not going to rest there. And, <laughs> and I, I guess the other uh, little piece I would like to add to it mm -hmm. is that a lot of our larger corporate clients were asking us like, okay, how can we have this experience right in our offices permanently mm -hmm. so that we can offer it to our to our employees and have a space where they sure. can enjoy it. So those were you the were other moving in that direction we, exactly. too. So yeah, we were that was having to happen. that as another you know yeah. like scalable aspect of the business, and of course that was also put on hold. I mean, very transparently, it was a really tough time mm -hmm. to think of where and what B time would be without the mobile studio. There are so many meditation apps out there right now, which is obviously amazing because there's a demand for it. But I didn't just want to be one more meditation app. Mm -hmm. And so what I started noticing, obviously, we pivoted to virtual everything, right? Yes. So virtual classes with our clients and virtual yeah. you know, meditation events and for conferences online and stuff, which was Great. Very needed. Right? Still very needed. Yeah. 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 And actually yeah. really powerful. Yeah. More, much more um, than what I thought they could translate into. 100% because, you know, our work and my work, you know, as a coach and then facilitating group experiences. And at the Wright Foundation, we do very experiential trainings. And I never would have thought they could be as impactful in person as they have been, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. I'm not saying we should stay that way completely. And but now knowing that we can do both and it just expands and broadens. A you know? thousand percent. Um, so and I and I don't think we would have moved into that space. We weren't even planning on it for a few more years, you know. So it's yeah. one of the gifts, you know, of COVID to just catapult us into that. And I think that's what you're speaking to is the power of it does transcend the medium in lots of ways. But also yeah. what you're saying, the sensory, you know, addition, the smells and the I was thinking about that recently. So this is a total aside, but, mm -hmm. you know, posting pictures on like Instagram or something like that. Or I take a lot of pictures of like flowers in nature and recently I've been like, I wish I could add smell to this. I like, know. you know, yes. it's it's beautiful to look at. And, and that has certainly its impact. But but if you could smell this flower, you know, I know, <laughs> I so know, funny. I know it is. It does add like, a, a, like an extra element. But I think that the essence and the core of the teachings, of the learnings, mm -hmm. of whatever it is that the offering yeah. is really translates really well. Yeah. You know, it, it can be equally powerful. For us, we are, are the immersiveness yeah. or the multi-sensory experience has always been kind of like something that beyond having a mobile studio that kind of like sets of apart exactly. from, from other meditation totally. companies. Yeah. Which is why we thought of like the merch. So like the aromatherapy candle and you can buy your weighted blanket and just mm -hmm. like little additions, which, you know, we can all do to just kind of like enhance our experience a little. Sure. But that said, going back to online yeah, well, and, 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 and it was still really difficult. Offerings. Yeah. Yes. And, it was still know. really difficult. And something towards what you were saying did happen, which suddenly we had clients in London and Brazil and mm -hmm. which I would never had, you know imagined having at this point exactly. and so so there was definitely that beautiful opening of new opportunities and new reach which has been great and then in terms of our app which we're going to be like relaunching very soon we just wanted to create a more of a community experience because what we started realizing with our classes online were that People were just very lonely, right? Mm -hmm. And there was obviously, and there still is a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, added bonus with everything else that was going on with the pandemic, of course. But like the loneliness factor, I think, really spoke to me. And I felt it was really important to be able to kind of like have that human connection in some way or form. Yeah. So instead of just having a static space or a static app where you just listen to really useful and, and mm -hmm. amazing yes. courses or content or, or, or meditations, etc., you can have that, but also live classes with actual instructors that you can engage with and mm. ask questions. And because I think that's a lot of what's important with meditation practice, especially when you're first starting out. Mm -hmm is things that happen and that come up and you don't know if you're doing things right. Yeah, exactly. Quote, unquote. Or yep. there's no any right or wrong way of meditating. But there's all these, again, misconceptions or just like new experiences. And so it's really important for me and for B-Time to kind of know that we can incorporate that uh, support with somebody that's experienced and that is knowledgeable and has a, an amazing practice of their own to kind of like help guide and support people yeah. who, who are interested in, in their own journey. So that was the main idea. And then just kind of like making it fun, right? And creating a community and a space where we can have like book clubs for whoever wants to delve into that. And we help, you know, create those groups and mandala drawings are just like different mm -hmm. kind of offerings and ways in which people could engage with each other in, in a mindful way. 
or not, right? If you just want to go in exactly. and listen to our class. Exactly, the options are there, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Then that's your choice too, and that's But great. having different levels of engagement is, and I'm just, you know, hearing you and want to underline how I'm going to call them, you know, kind of more feminine right brain aspects of this. Like, yes, I want to keep my business going, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I have financial goals and to be sustainable. And I think that's, you know, has its value and we need that. But I'm also hearing these very feminine qualities of like listening to what people need, you know, providing, caring about them, not just what's going to get the most people, you know, and what do people need, you know, and and I'm hearing you really be open to that and then providing it, you know, finding ways Mm -hmm. and being innovative Mm -hmm. and making that. So I want to underline that I like to use the term, you know, masculine in service of the feminine, but it's not the predominant factor here and how that's working, you know, and it was working before COVID in its own way. And now it's, you know, having a new life. Thank you. That's beautifully said. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself, okay? And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone, I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat.
hadn't thought about it that way. So thank you for pointing that out. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of like where we're at right now. And we actually relaunched with the mobile studio again, which is amazing. Yes. And it yeah. makes me want to come to New York, like just to oh my come to it and see You would be like it. guest oh. of honor. We no, I'm it. totally going to do it. There's maybe a couple other reasons, but that's high up on the list for me to get there. That yeah. will happen. So now let's shift a little bit because even though you've been talking about you and this as your business and I, I still like to use the terminology that's one of your children that you're raising mm -hmm. but you are also a mother of twins mm -hmm. and it, was there a third or no the twins the, the third is the mobile studio the third is the mobile studio <laughs> yes exactly and a husband and, and a, a husband. relationship Correct. and sometimes I know and even this is true for myself when we have our business is about caring you know and is about providing we're not always still doing the best for ourselves mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing like what's worked for you to help you mother yourself mm -hmm. where have been mm -hmm. where have the challenges been and if you could speak a little bit about that that of would course. be great so i think like the idea of actually launching this business i think really came from all the other instances that i you know mentioned previously but also from just a need of knowing that i'm present with my family mm -hmm. right that i'm present with myself that i'm present with my family that i have that ability of nurturing fully by being there, mm -hmm. you know, in the present moment with them. And I just noticed how much things shifted for myself, for them, for my husband, obviously, when I was able to do that. So it kind of underlined the importance mm -hmm. of, of what I was trying to transmit and, and, and share and get out there. So I, I really feel like they were my inspiration in many ways yeah. uh, and, and, a, and a means of why this came about. And, and beyond that, the ironic piece of it, I guess, is, you know, I'd, I'd been in many startup NGOs and that had right. always been, you know, my background. And so I was used to it. And I think it obviously did give me a lot of skill sets and experience and, you know, knowledge. But at the same time, when you're launching your own business, <laughs> it's a totally different, exactly, you know, a totally different yes. experience. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's exciting. It's stressful. It's inspiring. It's hopeful. It's, it's so many things yeah. bundled into one. And what I noticed was that during the first year and a half or two, I was actually losing myself. Mm. I was losing myself throughout it all. I was just like torn into so many pieces of giving and of trying to be there. So I would just put the extra effort into, you know, being there for my kids and for my husband and for my family and for my friends. And it got to a point that I was all the way at the back of the row, right? Which is something that I think, unfortunately, as women and as mothers, we kind of think is the way things should be, right? Because we need to take care of everybody. And 100%. We need to be there for everybody. One of my big myths around mothering is that everyone else comes first and yeah. you're down the list. Yeah. So this is beautiful. Keep yeah. going. So it came to a point that, but like, but obviously when that happens, though, it's really hard to give fully and quality of, yourself and time when your tank if is you empty don't have anything yeah. to give, right yeah. because you don't have yourself and it, and it was very intense and very interesting because 
it was kind of like I felt in many ways like such a fraud because I'm teaching, you know, and trying to like share this presence and, and mindfulness and caring and self-caring. And some ways, even though I was practicing, you know, in my daily life as I, as I do, etc., I, I wasn't being able to transmit that fully for myself. Mm. And so I hadn't fully, I guess, realized that. And, and I was still very much kind of like in the hustle of, yeah. of it every day. And so I guess it wasn't until COVID hit, Whoa. interestingly yeah. enough, that I had to put a pause and really take a step back and, and notice, you know, how I was living my life and how I was showing up for myself and how I was showing up for others that I care for and that I love. Mm -hmm. And I think that was another, you know, silver lining, yeah. humongous gift that I got from this pause, which is, you know, to really rethink how I want to envision moving forward with my company and the priorities and how I can have a balance of everything where I also put myself first, you know, and how important that is. Yeah. And that it doesn't have to be like all business because you're an entrepreneur and so, you know, you just have to go, 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 go. And kind of like try to give extra little so, bits of yourself everywhere else. Yeah. And, and, and not that's, even having crumbs left for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, it's simply it's not, not necessary. It's yeah. not sustainable. But also, it does not have to be that way. And I feel like, unfortunately, society and life kind of showcases in so many ways and forms indirectly and subconsciously and also very directly that if you want to, you know, get great things, you've got to achieve and do it and hard things. And But you can also take a nap. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> you, really, you really need to find a balance. So that's been really comforting and refreshing for myself to kind of like regroup and put myself out there and put yeah. my intention out there in a very different way where I'm actually kind of able to experience that nurturing for myself too while I try to and, and aim to help and nurture others. This is so great. Carla, I had, you know, I didn't even know we would go like this directly into this with you because we haven't had this conversation before and it's so perfect and so relevant. And I know, you know, so many women and people, you know, listening are going to relate. Mm -hmm. And so thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Thank you for bringing it forth. And it's vulnerable, you know, and it's mm -hmm. vulnerable to start putting it out directly that that old model doesn't work things still happen, you know, you'd still have your business, you'd still, but there'd be a, there might be a breaking point or it'll be like years down the line and you'll look back kind of regretfully, or, you know, as you know, like a lot of other things like physically can ensue to like send us messages, right? So this was an external one that I think you opened yourself to with COVID, you know, to step back and see and had the presence to acknowledge, you know, this and that it wasn't working. And I know it's still probably kind of new stepping into this space of like, oh, well, all right, that's not working. Now I need to put my, I would like to put myself first. I'm going to intend to. Mm -hmm. And that can look a lot of different ways for us. And I know I speak a lot around mothering yourself, everything from just taking the time to step away from everything and, and have a meditation practice or a mindful practice, but also 
you know, the going inside and having our feelings and looking deeply at ourselves. And that's a form of self-care mm-hmm. um, that's really important. But what are some of the things like, what are you noticing now? Or what are there specific things you've implemented? Because we can have that thought and that idea, but then what do we do about it? Right. Yeah. And it gets kind of practical. I realize, you know, what systems do I need to put in place? What do I need to tell my family, you know, tell who I'm in business with that the game is changing. Right. Yeah. And things are going to be a little bit different. So I don't know what, if any of those you, you did or how it's looking for you now as you had this realization and are stepping into living it. Yeah. That's a great question. So I kind of very organically started doing things that I enjoy, right? And so I started playing around with schedules. Like my kids just were lucky enough to go to camp, summer camp, day camp, because they're young. But over the summer, it was just such a nice space for me to be able to say, okay, so from X time to X time, I will work. And in between that, like these will be calls, these will be emails, these will be like time to focus and trying to structure my day like that has Mm -hmm. really helped. And then making sure that I really integrate play and moments of time where I'm enjoying myself and doing things that are nurturing to me. So Mm -hmm. I just got back into tennis. So now I'm playing, you know, it might be just going and playing tennis for an hour or exercising or taking a run. So making sure that I give myself space for that every day, commitments, no excuses, same as my meditation practice. And again, just like the structuring of my day for when I do have those time slots that I know I can allocate to work. And it doesn't have to be the whole day. You know, it it, it doesn't have to be 10 hours straight. You can actually do so much more if you are able to focus and have a structured time, at least for me, that really works. Yeah. And having your prerogatives are, uh, these are the important things. These I can get to later. Just like, I know this is one-on-one basic organizational skills, but I have ADD, so it's like really I completely agree. <laughs> yes, this is not a minor thing. And then I can structure yes. uh, my days like that and my mind yeah. like that too. And right? knowing that that's self-care, right? Yes. Like we don't always look at it that way. And systems and structures um, that then give us a container to do our work, to, you know, do all these different things are, because we're not, you know, to be clear, we're not saying work is something we're just doing, you know, we want that to be nourishing, but we also know we need to put some guidelines and parameters around it. Correct. When we're not used to having that kind of structure and I'm right with you with the ADD, it's (laughs) like you're all over the place and nothing's, you're never feeling done. And it's, this is a kind of structure that's super empowering and supportive. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then makes it exciting again Mm -hmm. and it makes it fun. And I got my passion back, you know, instead of having to feel like it's going to be just a grudge you know and it's going to be a tough thing because you're startup and you're bootstrapping and like it's, it's supposed to be hard yeah. and it doesn't really have to be right it really does not right? have to be yeah it's up to you mm. and the other thing that i've been doing that i don't know how it's taken outside of my email but i don't feel compelled to or pressured into responding right away to mm. to emails mm-hmm. to texts work related texts so i mean i might it, it's okay if I take 24 hours and getting back to you. If it's gonna, I mean, of course, if it's not something urgent, it's yes. a dry, like I think there's a lot to be said for when you need to take some space and time to think about things or to put your ideas in order. And before I felt like 
compelled to just like, I have to answer right away to everything. And so it made it that if at 6 p.m. or like I'm having dinner with my family, I see, you know, like a little text thing or email ding or whatever it may be, then I felt like I needed to have to get it. back to it right exactly. away because it's so important. And no, it's not that important. It can actually wait until most things can wait until tomorrow. And so that really opens up the space for when you're done with that segment of your workday, right? To really spend time with your family or your friends in fuller presence. capacity and right? present way without having, because yes, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I, I noticed a couple of years ago when this all started that I would be with my kids, but at the back of my mind, I could notice mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, and I have to you know, respond to that or I have to blah, blah, blah. Whatever it may be, there was this constant chatter that I was noticing, which is like, okay, at least I was noticing, but I wasn't being able to let it go because I didn't have kind of like the, the structure to it. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. how that structure gives you security. It's like, oh, I'll, exactly. I, I'll do that in that time I have designated to that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And if I forget, I forget. But my experience of meditation, mm-hmm. and we didn't go into that, is... It isn't about like a doing it right, mm-hmm. right? But the whole thing is about bringing yourself back to presence, Correct. noticing when you go off. So noticing that thought like, oh, I'm now I'm thinking in the future or, and I don't even have to overanalyze. It's like, nope, just, oh, here I am. I'm now I'm back with my husband exactly. and catching it and bringing yourself back like you might with breathing and meditation, you know, and stuff and can't underestimate. I don't want to underestimate the power mm-hmm. of that because mm-hmm. if we sit there and think like oh when i'm with i just i shouldn't think about work or like you know if i set up this time then it won't you know somehow magically happen it's no then i have that choice in that moment what am i going to orient to and then if i want to i could explore at some point like oh what was happening right when i started thinking about work like what was happening exactly. in relationship with who i'm with mm-hmm. if it's my kids and my husband that like it's not an accident that at that moment i thought about that email mm-hmm. i should write and it's like mm-hmm. hmm, interesting right and then we can use it not to beat ourselves up or feel guilty like oh i should be doing that it's like oh no that was just a little reminder tug signal that yeah. something was going on yeah. that wanted me to avoid the moment yes right <laughs> so it just such so something that took me out of the moment and I went there. So I I think you're underlining that so beautifully. And I I also want to name, and we're not going to go into this, but I I want to underline how important everything you're sharing about how you're implementing. But you also in this time decided to go on a deeper inner journey. And I think, you know, that's huge and beautiful. You know, you took time away from your family and business, you know, for a week long training. You're here Mm -hmm. this weekend, I think without your children. Yes. Yeah. I but even if they can, you know, a girly trip. Yeah. You're here, you know, on a, on a trip away. And I, I think these are new things for you and that you're, you know, and, but just then how more of you there is in doing these things and availability to bring back to your business and family. So I wanted to name that one and underline, Mm -hmm. because I think it's also something particularly women, we think, oh, you know, sure. We'd, give our kids a, if we knew that something camp, you know, a yeah. week for them to go like immerse themselves in something that's going to be so good for them. Of course, I'm going to give it to them, but to give it to ourselves, whole nother story. Whole yes. Nother story. Whole so nother I story. want to hold that up as an inspiration and that it's working, right? It's yes. <laughs> I, and it, and, it's and all so, the beliefs you had about what might happen when you did that. Exactly. Is, yeah. And it's actually so interesting because I noticed that in doing so, I then actually come up with 
even more inspiration and I feel even more creative and I feel even more passionate and it just allows me to bring more of myself yes. to the table in, in all these different you know realms and, and aspects but actually really just inspires me to feel even more fulfilled yeah and yeah it's a really beautiful thing and it's kind of like a, a 360 that you are kind of the beginning I felt like you're not supposed to do that or you're not you know you can't do that right now you're or you're not deserving mm -hmm. or you know like you're not in the, all of these you're not uh, uh, yeah. exactly like all of those qualitative thoughts that I think most of us you know have well they've been ingrained through, right? culturally from our families in some way or another you know and when, when I speak of rewriting the mother code like that's the crux of it right what got wired in that we've chosen to believe because it seems like what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. based on that wiring. And then it's up to us to explore that, you know, lay new track, new wiring around it. And all the beliefs or fears that we had of what would happen aren't true. No. Right. No. And, and it still doesn't mean that next time something's proposed to you to, you know, to do just for you that you won't have to do that sort. Yeah. You know, it becomes a little easier as we go, but it'll they'll always come up. It's just, what are we going to listen to? You know, what voices? Where are we going to choose to put our attention and direction? And exactly. I think exactly, and how that's what we're talking about. All of those things translate into our feelings, right? Into yeah. our emotions, into what it brings up in our bodies, and you know how all of that propels into our choices, into the way we experience life into mm -hmm. what we choose to offer and to put out there and, yeah. and to be. So, yeah. So beautiful. Okay. Well, I don't want to, but I think we're going to wrap up. <laughs> As you can see, I, and my mind just went uh, to like three other topics that I would love to explore. So I'm just going to put that out there as a teaser that, of course, I think you'll agree that we should have Carla back on the show because I'm thinking about the importance of beauty and space and it's kind of in another realm and just that element that we were talking about. I was picturing, even though I haven't seen it, I've only seen pictures of the bus and just invoking that space and like thinking of it, I, I feel the power of it. And then I'm so grateful for the space that we had together. And yes. I know you won't see us on the podcast, but it was lovely to be able to be in person and sit right up close very, together very to close. this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> But how lovely and, such and wonderful. A gift. Yeah. Such a gift. Such a huge gift. How can people find you? So we'll sure. have it in the show notes, but I like to, you know, make sure we say it out loud here. Thank you. Yes, of course. So you can find us on social at B Time Practice. And then our website is btimepractice.com. Well, beautiful. So absolutely, please visit it, even if it's just to see the photos, uh, but sign up for the be time practice and all that good stuff. In closing, one last question is what would you say when you hear rewrite the mother code? What comes up for you? I love it. I think what comes up for me very personally is just knowing that it's okay to relearn coping mechanisms and skills to make myself feel safe, happy and at ease. Mm, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. And yes, <laughs> it's not a test, but that one that uh, resonates with me as well. So thank you so much, Carla. Uh, thank you, and, Gertrude. Um, have a beautiful Such rest of your weekend. Thank you. Your girls weekend. Thank you. And until you next too. time. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review and subscribe 
to mother. Wait, no. Subscribe to Mother Her. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women. Well, actually, everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com. I'll see you next time.